0: cash flow guys podcast episode 30. Welcome to the cash flow guys podcast. Join Tyler and his team as they unlock the secrets to achieving financial independence through wealth-building strategies inspired by Robert Kiyosaki and other thought-provoking leaders. Learn to build leveraged streams of cash flow that land in your pocket and improve your quality of life. Gain access to cutting-edge ideas that will increase your productivity and streamline your success. Find out how to supercharge your retirement plan so you won't have to retire with a pay cut. You can escape the rat race. Are you ready? It's time to Learn to Earn with Tyler Chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to episode 30, my loyal listeners.
1: We are here today with a mentor of ours and a neighbor. He is right across the bay from me. Rod Cleef is a... Rod Cleef has done it all, I gotta say. He's multifamily, single family, and today in this episode, we're gonna talk about the differences between single family and multifamily and help you get your decision-making cap on and go from there, so we'll be right back. here with America's, one of America's top real estate professionals. I This is why I love having a podcast because I get to talk to people and surround myself with people that have a heck of a lot more of experience than I do. Like Robert Kiyosaki says, Rich Dad, don't be the smartest guy in the room, but surround yourself with the smartest guy. And today I'm going to introduce you to Rod Cleve. Rod, are you with me?
2: Absolutely. Happy to be here, Tyler.
1: Thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I know you're really, really busy. We've had some scheduling issues, getting you on, and then I had to cancel and back and forth, but we finally got together, and it's great. I'm excited about it.
2: All good things come to those who wait.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> now, we met back at PodFest in Tampa.
2: Yes, we did.
1: And for the yeah. listeners that don't know, we have a, a local pod podcasting community that's uh, growing pretty exponentially, and I met Rod. He was, ironically, I was sitting next to Larry Harbold at the PodFest, and I turned right around, and there's Rod Cleave sitting right there, and I've been. Wanting to reach out to Rob and, or to Rod and, and got busy and forgot about it and turned around and there you are. So <laughs> fast
2: <laughs> forward a couple months. And we both got a very successful podcasts, So, e- you know, exactly. it was, uh, it was uh, fortuitous for us to meet. Uh, okay. I want to start talking about your show.
1: Your show has just grown exponentially. And I got to say, I'm a huge fan. I listen to your show all the time. And I learn something new every time, which in podcasting is difficult wow. for me.
2: You wow, know? I'm honored that you said that. I'm I'm really flattered. Thank you for that. Yeah, it's it's called the Lifetime Cash Flow to Real Estate Investing Podcast, and you know I've interviewed. My first interview was a guy with thirty five thousand apartment units, a billionaire, Uh-oh. and I've had you know I just interviewed somebody today that's only got eleven units uh, and everything in between. And uh, you know I absolutely love it. Um, so so I do an interview. I do an interview show every week, but then I also do another show uh, that's only five to ten minutes um, called Your Driving Force Success Tip. And and i'm i'm a big uh, tony robbins fan i've been involved with tony's technology for 16 years in fact i was just in an event a couple couple of days ago and you know one of the things tony says yeah, which is absolutely the truth, is that 80% of your success in anything is your psychology and only 20% is the actual mechanics, you know, yes, the learning what you're doing. And so these little these little clips that I do about psychology is, you know, all about goal setting and manifesting and visualizing and, and the power of why. And I'm recording one today about mentorship and, you know, and about, uh, uh, you know, how you take action and, and what it takes to take action and, you know, and visualization and know, and all those great technologies and methodologies that absolutely work. Um, so you know, I appreciate you letting me have a moment to talk about that. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. You know,
1: I'm glad you mentioned that, that. You brought up the psychology of it. And I tell a lot of our listeners this on the show, I know you've heard the show and right. talk about the getting in the mindset. And this is one of the struggles I have. You know, of course I'm a licensed real estate agent as well, but as well right. as being an investor and out there in the field sometimes it's difficult working with my, uh, my cohorts, the other, other agents, and getting them on board with the mindset, the concepts of, listen, you know, we're going to work this out. We're going to go through here. Let's not bring emotion into the thing. Let's get into the mindset of let's make this work. Let's make this happen. You know, we are supposed to be facilitators of the transaction, whether you're doing a syndication or, or uh, working as an agent or, or whichever. So right. I want to talk a little bit about the psychology. I know, you, you did a well, little I'm soundbite to, about I'd that I'd love the other to day. talk
2: about that. So that's that's something I'm I, I'm in dear to my heart. And you know, I, I was just coaching somebody actually uh, day before yesterday about you know taking action. And you know, it really boils down to knowing exactly what it is you want. You know, what what do you want with, with clarity? I mean, there's got to be clarity. Clarity is power. So clearly defining what it is you want. Not you know, for example, I want to lose weight. That's not clear. I want to lose ten pounds by January sixth. Okay. Now that's clear. And that's, that's how you write your goals. And then even more important, so you write these goals, short and long-term goals, and even more important than that is why you want them. And, and most people think, well, there's all these positive reasons I want these goals. You should also frankly list the negative reasons. You know, if I don't get this goal, this is how I'm going to feel because both will push you. And, you know, it's it's invariable. Anybody that's been a success has, has has had their nose bloodied. And the way to get through getting your nose bloodied is to know what it is you want and why you want it. So if you look in my office, I've got pictures of all the things that I want in life that, that I haven't gotten yet. You know, and I was looking through my planner. Literally just yesterday, and I was noticing I've got pictures of all the things that I've ever wanted, like 15 years ago. I put these pictures in here, and three fourths of the things in here I have. I've got the I got the the Lamborghini, I got the watch, I got the house on the water, I got all these things, and they're they're pictures of these things in my book, which is astounding. I don't have the you know there's quite a few things in there I don't have, but it was just really a an eye opener for me to see that, you know, looking at these pictures and visualizing these things and realizing my why is why a lot of these things came through. So hopefully that adds value to your listeners. You got to know what it is you want, got to know why you want it, and then, you know, and and you may think it's a straight line. It's not a straight line. You're going to you're going to hit a brick wall and you're going to have to go around it and pick another way. But if you know what it is you want, you'll keep focused on that and you if something doesn't work, you try a new approach. If that doesn't work, you try a new approach. Come and back, that's regroup, that's a yeah. lot of what Tony teaches uh that that I you know, I I uh, love hearing, and and that's why I keep going back to his his technology. So Yeah,
1: I love Robbins. I've read all of his yeah. books, and I, I right. do. I, I apply what I learned from him. Of course, I apply what I learned from everybody, including you. Well,
2: so thank you. Because
1: you're one of my mentors. You have been oh. for a while. I've been watching you, you you grow over the years. And I remember back when I was flipping houses in St. Petersburg, you know, folks, we as I said in the beginning there, were are essentially neighbors. He lives across the bay from me. That's where he, right. he, he did a lot of his business. I know you've been all over the country, but— uh, Right. You know, back when I was flipping houses in South St. Pete back in the day, if it was light yellow and white trim, I probably owned it at one point.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I want to move into, you know, you you've really done a lot in the in the industry to give back, and. I, that's important oh, to me. That's
2: really kind of you to bring that up, buddy. I, I don't often get an opportunity to talk about that. You know, let me let me tell the quick story. I you know, I and I have to give Tony Robbins credit for that. I mean, I'll be honest, before I went to my first event with him, I was frankly a narcissist. You know, it was me, 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 me. What's in it for me? You know, how can I make a lot of money and you know, and, and, and all that. And what happened was I I, I'll be tell you, I, I, this is an important lesson as well, and that is, you know, I had built this mansion on the beach. I mean, eight million dollar place, ten thousand square foot, three story, Gulf to Bay. I mean, just spectacular home, something I'd wanted for twenty years. I had pictures of, you know, palm trees and stuff. I'd always wanted this, this down here in Florida or Sarasota, right. and so I'm laying, floating in my pool, looking up at this this testament to my ego, uh, and I, um, and I got depressed. It was like, why am I depressed? I've got this, and it's just so cool, and I and and I'm depressed. And what I realized later on is, you should never achieve a goal without having, especially a big goal, without having other goals lined up. And so that's when I I went out and got some books, and I got Zig Ziglar, who was big back then, and I got a Tony book, and and I read half of one of his books, Unleash the Power Within, and went to an event, and then I was back. But the lesson there again is is is, you know, as you set your goals, you know, you're going to achieve them. And it's not about the goals. It's about the journey. But you, you know, the good book says without a vision, the people perish. So you have to have a vision for the future. And I had achieved mine, which is why I realized later on when I studied this, why I got depressed. But uh, anyway, I don't know if... uh I got off track there, but <laughs> no,
1: no, not at all. And, and you know, it, it, what's cool, what I love about you and, and what you've done in our community, well, across the country, really, is you know, you started that the tiny hands. Oh, you,
2: oh, you know what? I was that's what I, I forgot. What I was, what I was, what I why I brought all that up. Okay, so I got I. Um, I, uh, once I got introduced to Tony is, uh, you know, I saw what he's done for the, for, for, for families. And so my brother and I decided he had gone to the event with me and we decided to go ahead and feed five families. So we, we went shopping and we fed, we called a church and we found these five families that, um, that needed help really badly. And so I delivered one of the baskets of food, which was wrapped up all like a nice present uh, to a family. And this lady came to the door and, uh, she was in one of these houses. I don't know if you've ever owned any of these. This was actually an example. Of my first house in Denver, but it was a shotgun where you walk oh, yeah. through the you walk through the living room, through the bedroom, through the kitchen, bathrooms off the kitchens, all a straight shot. Well, she was in there with five kids. She came out. She started crying when she saw the food. Then the five kids all came out and they all started crying. And I was hooked. So the next year I, I fed fifty families. A year after that, 100. a hundred. Year after that, two hundred, and I doubled it every year: four hundred, eight hundred, sixteen hundred. And I paid for it all myself. But then. Oh, eight (laughs) happened.
1: Yeah, that did. (laughs) So I
2: I formed the Tiny Hands Foundation, and it's uh, tinyhandsfoundation.org, and we have fed 40,000 kids since then, in the last 16 years, with with f- f- uh, full full meals, with toys and for the holidays, and we, we do Thanksgiving or Christmas, one of the two, and since then, now we've also given away thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies to uh, at-risk children, and we've given away thousands of teddy bears to police departments, Sarasota and Bradenton Police Departments, to give to their officers to put in their vehicles. And I, uh, Tyler, awesome. I'm really grateful for you letting me have an opportunity to talk about that, because it's it's truly my, my passion in life. Yeah, uh, folks, it's it's off-top. Topic, but I will tell you, your listeners, guys, give back. It comes back to you tenfold. In and 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 you know, you hear that, but it's so true. So you know, make sure you incorporate giving back into your life because there's a difference between achievement and fulfillment. You can achieve, but you may not be fulfilled. And 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 there are lots of very wealthy people that are very unhappy because because. They don't give back, or and they're not, and or they're not fulfilled. So, you know, you know, Tony, Tony calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment, and and achievement really is an art, and and it's and it's different for every person. But, you know, those of you listening, I absolutely, uh, you know, you're you're crazy not to give back in some fashion, even if you just make it a conscious effort to smile at someone today, or 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 be nice to the person in the in the Starbucks and ask them how they're doing you'll the rewards are exponential absolutely and
1: you pay it forward and this this is one of the things and this is one of the reasons i wanted to have you on the show is to educate the audience that you know investors are not just out there trying to steal apartment buildings and houses from each other and and it's not a guerrilla thing and unfortunately investors to some degree get a bad rap You know we they, they think that we're out there taking advantage of people and it's nothing could be farther from the truth in fact you know, people like you are, are out there making a difference and giving back to the community and doing things to make sure that the the community survives. And, and this is one of the, the things that we're starting now. Rod, I, don't, I haven't had a chance to tell you, but we're working on a redevelopment program for the city of St. Petersburg for downtown. Wow. Uh, to kind of make some changes down there. Uh, wow. And we're going to be looking for investing capital and whatnot for the that project there because now we found out that the state of Florida... And the city has gotten some grant money, and they're willing to do some improvements down there and to turn that turn St. Peter around. And so we're excited to be taking part in that, and that's going to be pretty cool. And you'll probably get a phone call from me from some point because you've always been a, ph- a philanthropist. And I wow. may rely on you for some feedback as far as how we can do more because you've always been so good at giving back to the community.
2: Well, thank you, and and thank you, and I think I saw some of that going on uh, in South St. Pete, and that's fantastic. I, I, I'm I'm impressed that you're involved with that. So
1: bringing forward, bringing it forward to my huge question, and and I get this a lot from the listeners, and when they reach out to me, uh, they always have the question of single family versus multifamily, and I know that's a topic that we can probably talk about for three weeks. But
2: uh, oh, let me have some fun with yeah, that. you've one. done I, both? I can, I, 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 you know, guys, unfortunately. I got that seminar. I don't call them failures. I call them seminars. So I've owned 2,000 houses. I've owned, you know, a buy and hold, okay? Uh, those of you who don't know, that means you buy it, you rent it out. It's not a buy and flip. Now, I flipped houses, and, and I don't have anything against people that do that. The only problem with flipping houses is every January 1st, you go back to work, okay? If you buy multifamily property and you rent it out and you have your own personal management in place or outside management, it's not a job anymore. So if you're flipping or wholesaling, um, houses, um, yes, good money and not a bad way to build some cash, but, uh, there's a couple of, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of butts. But one, the one but is the one I just described. You gotta go, you're, 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 you have a job. No question. If you're not around, that, that, that doesn't, ha- the, the work doesn't happen. Now. Um, the other one that I will tell you is, you know, and some of the people I've interviewed, I've interviewed, like I said, that billionaire, and I interviewed another guy, and that guy named Scott Shield that that teaches commercial real estate. He's one of the few gurus out there that truly has integrity, and he's a macroeconomics expert, and has owned hundreds of millions of dollars of the real estate and does now. But he he and that billionaire both said there's a contraction coming. Okay, so. There is going to be a pullback. It's not going to be as bad as a wait, but it's coming sometime in the next couple of years. So, the other caution I would tell you, flippers out there, is be careful with the high-end houses because you should have a second exit strategy. If, 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 if it contracts and, and financing dries up, you're going to have to rent it. So you better have that as another exit or some other exit strategy just in case. So that's the other thing I will tell those of you that are doing single-family homes. Make sure that you have a second exit. Do not put short-term debt on um, and and do not uh, do the really high-end houses uh, unless you have the wherewithal to carry them if the market turns on you and it will turn very quickly when it does. Yes, absolutely. Now, now let me tell you my personal experience. So I, I bought 500 houses in Denver, um, sold all those, bought a couple of hundred houses in Memphis, sold most of those. I've got maybe five or seven left, and bought over 1,300 houses in Florida. So I had eight, 800 houses when, two, when 2008 hit. And I had low-end houses, so high turnover, Um, taxes and insurance, excuse me, taxes and insurance in Florida are very high. So my model really didn't cash flow. And so I had to sell or refinance a house occasionally, even with 800 houses, to, uh, cover my, cover my nut. But, but, you know, in 2006, my net worth went up $17 million, okay? And, and I was, you know, walking around like a peacock, thought I was the smartest guy on the planet. Also (laughs) thought, you know... Eighty million baby boomers getting old and getting cold. We're really going to make Florida recession proof. And eh, no, that yeah. did not that did not happen. Uh, Florida b- flew flew yeah big whoopsie flew uh, broke you know Florida actually fell. I think a- a- as bad as California or worse, and as bad as as Arizona or worse, and you know and so. So I got, I, I had a seminar. Uh, it was about a $50 million seminar and, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's okay. I mean, I'm back now and it's all good, but but it was very painful. But the thing that I found out was I had apartment complexes too. I had an 80 plus unit. I had had some smaller stuff um, here in, in Florida and they did just fine. And so I came to the realization that if I had gotten into multifamily instead of you know, sticking with single family, you know, when you get good at something, you get lazy and you get comfortable. And, uh, I don't know if anybody listens to or watches Grant Cardone, but Grant Cardone has a saying that says comfort kills and it definitely, and it definitely does. And so, you know, I got comfortable and I didn't want to do much multifamily and shame on me. You know, if I had, I'd be on the back of my yacht right now instead of, uh, you know, uh, doing what I'm doing, but it's all good. And, and so my, 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 lesson there is, Guys, long-term wealth comes from cash-flowing real estate. Now, can you cash-flow single family? Yes. My single families in Denver probably would have done okay through the downturn. But you got to know your market. And 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 I will tell you, um, with a contraction coming, knowing – I mean, real estate goes in cycles, guys. It goes up. It goes down. And that's just the way of the world. Uh, in fact, I'll give an example of that in a minute. But you know, if you've got multifamily cash-flowing real estate, you are – and you buy right. I mean, obviously, you're not going to buy, you know uh, at the top of the market, you're not going to pay too much, and you're going to look at your cash flow and carefully analyze a deal. But if you do all that, you're you're going to survive a contraction. Yes. And so you know, value is out the window right now. what's what's totally critical is to focus on cash flow. and And I got that memo uh, that seminar in a huge way and it's all good, but, but, you know, it was a very painful seminar. I thought I was set, you know, uh, I had 800 houses and huge net worth and, and, uh, and it, and evaporated. So you know, get my lesson, please. And, and I'll tell you the other logistical thing about owning single family versus multifamily is it's much harder. It's so much easier if you've got everybody in one place. I mean, I had houses. Yeah. I, I Tyler, up in your area, I had probably 200 houses uh, within five miles of you. I right. had, you know, and 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 I I was even further north of you, and and you're an hour away. I was like two hours north, and I was two hours south. So logistically, talk about a pain in the butt. I mean, if, let's talk about the different components of leasing property. You got to lease it, so you got to go show it. So you got to drive two hours to show it, and what if they don't show up? Um, let's say it's occupied, and you've got to do maintenance work, which is common. You send your maintenance guys. First of all, he's got travel time. Then he's got to go see what it needs, because in a house everything's different versus an, an apartment, where typically a lot of the things are the same, and you can stockpile parts and 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 you know get your maintenance done very quickly and economically. But in a house, everything's different. So you got to go see what's needed. Then you got to go to Lowe's or Home Depot and buy it. So you know, uh, what What should take an hour or two takes half a day. Yeah. And and that stuff adds up. So apartments are so much easier. And the other thing is, if a, if you've got a house and it's vacant, you're 100% vacant. If you've got an apartment building you know, or even a duplex, if you've got a duplex and one side's empty, you're only 50% vacant. And, and if you bought right, chances are you're pretty close to covering your nut if you're not covering it. And forget it, you know, if you buy a triplex or a four-family, you know. And and that's a great way, by the way. For those of you that have never bought anything, that is a great way to start. Look at duplexes, look at triplexes, look at quads, because you can actually use FHA financing to buy those. Anything under four units, you can put residential financing on. It's very low down, and that's a great way to start. Now, you know, uh, you can also start with, obviously, larger, 10 to 20 units. Now, you you'll have to get commercial financing, but the other thing you'll find out is that it's almost as easy, if not easier, to finance a larger property as it is to finance a house. So, you know, I, I know it can seem intimidating and you need to educate yourself, no question, with these podcasts and maybe books and maybe even some, some, some courses, but but it's worth it. And, you know, what I tell people that call me and I, I I take free 30-minute phone calls from my listeners and, you know, I'm usually booked pretty up. I take six a week and, and I'm booked up, I know, a month in advance right now, but – um, you know, I, I, when I coach these people, I tell them, go on two tracks if you're brand new. One, get out there and immerse yourself in it <clears throat> and see what's for sale. Talk to brokers. Go look at properties. Get a feel for what it's about while you educate yourself, okay? Don't just get caught up in educating yourself. You need to be doing both. You need to be reading and or studying what you're doing, listening to these podcasts, getting the tips, taking notes. Um, get a mentor, go to your local RIA group and get a mentor and, and find somebody that, that, you know, that is willing to take you under their wing and, and help you through the rough patches and, um, uh, and so study and look at deals. Don't just get caught in one or the other. You need both. And, and me, all I did was go look at deals and buy, and I made tons of mistakes. I didn't educate myself. Most people will get caught in analysis paralysis, and they'll be ready, aim, 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 and they keep aiming, and they never fire. So, you know, neither one is a smart way to do it. Um, so you should do both simultaneously. I hope you agree, Tyler. Oh, absolutely.
1: And one of the things I've, I've been doing for my uh, the students that I'm consulting with is doing exactly what you just said is using that FHA product. They're brand new investors. They're getting started. Right. The credit may not be the greatest. They're in the high fives, the low sixes or whatnot. They've got a little bit of money to get started. And it's like, well, will you accept a change in quality of life for a short period of time? You need to occupy these legally for 12 months. Right. Um, I've got a great lending partner here in the Tampa Bay area that uh, Lincoln Lending, Frank Cotto over there, and he does a really good job of seeing outside the box, working with the underwriters through the FHA programs to get these people in two, three, and four-unit properties start building that portfolio. They're building equity. They're getting experience by hands-on, and they're walking in with 3.5% down.
2: Absolutely, I, I absolutely. It's a no-brainer, guys. Three or three percent down, and you can, you know, have the seller pay closing costs legitimately. And, and you know, I interviewed a guy that that's got a hundred units doing it that way, a duplex at a time. He'd move in them. So, you know, yeah, you, you know, you may not you may not be living in your dream home, and and that's okay. You may have to forego your ultimate dream. For a for a short while yeah. to get what you want. And that's that's really how it works, guys. There is no get rich quick. Any of these these guys in these podcasts or or gurus that tell you get rich quick is total BS, okay? You can get very wealthy if you're willing to apply yourself. But but it's it's not a get rich quick thing. You've got to learn it, you've got to understand it. And, and frankly, you have to like it too. If, well, yeah. if you're thinking about real estate and you're getting into it, associate pleasure with going to looking at properties because you know, like I tell my son. You know, do what you love because if you do what you love, work is play. And I like, like me, I've, obviously, I love real estate. But whatever it is you do, associate pleasure with it so that, you know, you enjoy it. And and uh, that's a that's another critical component in my in my opinion.
1: That is absolutely the key. Got to do. You got to really enjoy this. And what I like about real estate, Rod, and I'm sure you do too, is I like solving the problems. Right. I don't like to buy the pretty properties. I like to buy the ugly properties and make them pretty. Raise the – raise the lower the expenses and, of course, raise the income, and that's a beautiful thing. That's what I did here with my my first property, and I'm doing that with my other properties out of state. And I'm looking for, obviously, more opportunities locally, but you get a kick out of it because when you see the smile on the tenant's face when they used to live in a dump and now they live in a nice place and they're not – freaked out because the rent went up because they're proud of where they live. They they don't panic when you come in. It's like, well, here's the thing. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this, this, and this, and we're going to make this gorgeous. Now, granted, when we do that, it's going to increase our expenses, Going to have to very, very
2: important. Very important what you just said. Guys, don't go in and just jack the rents on a property. Go in and make some improvements. Otherwise you're gonna empty out your property. You know, make some improvements, make it look nice, paint some things and the people see that you're doing work on it. It's much more palatable when you raise the rents to get your to get the valuation that you need
1: absolutely so, yeah. and talking about experience rod and a lot of folks when they call me when i do the my consultations as well on the, my friday mornings mm-hmm. they're concerned about the multifamily as far as not having the experience especially with the larger assets and now folks i want you know i, I want to have you talk about that in just a second but before you do is i heard this from i believe it was kevin bupp i know your friends are kevin bupp um, very good friends, P. yes and kevin had said at one point With a broker that he was that had given him that you don't have experience to buy this apartment building, and I believe his response was something along the lines of, "Well, can you tell me exactly how much experience it takes? Is it two years? Is it sixty-four units? How much? How much experience do I need? And I'll come back when I get it." Hmm. And the line went dead because really, there's no rule. There's nothing to say. Of course,
2: there's no rule. Well, let me let me let me give you an aside here then, and and if you get a broker like that, well, forget that. Never mind that. But honestly, guys. If you're going to do a larger property, you're better off to involve a partner yes. uh, or a sponsor. Um, you know, it's hard to get financing on a larger, you know, sixty plus, even forty plus building from a bank if you haven't owned some multifamily. And, you know, it, I I tell my listeners, listen, if if you if you, um, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna go for the big stuff, find somebody that's done it. And bring them in as a sponsor. Allow that, you know, either either to qualify for the financing. If you, uh, you know, some of the larger properties, you can get non-recourse financing where you're not liable for the debt. And then, then you know, that's much easier, or much more palatable for a sponsor. But if even if they're going to be liable for the debt, you might have to give up a chunk, a big chunk but it's worth it because then you've got the experience under your belt. Don't be afraid, don't be greedy on the first deal or, or even the second deal. Bring somebody in that 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 not only can keep you from making mistakes but can make it much easier to get it financed and maybe puts money in, gets maybe gets a, a good chunk of the deal, but that's okay because then you can say you own that property. You can say, you know, you you were involved in buying, renovating and and managing that property and or properties and it's okay to do that because that will that will springboard you into into getting away from what Kevin Bupp experienced number 1 but number 2 make it much easier for you to, for for you to do your own deals and do your own syndications and and and, and end up with the lion's share of the deals. So I, that's my two cents on that topic. Now uh- uh and, and you're right, there is no black or white to how much experience someone needs, but but the banks are gonna look at that. And and if you're getting traditional financing, if you haven't found a seller that's willing to carry, you know, they're gonna look at your experience level and 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 God bless you if you wanna go for the big deals, and I, I'm not gonna tell you not to, but but I would I would have two things. One, I'd have a mentor, and that mentor could possibly be your sponsor and or partner on the deal, but I would I would have both those things, frankly. I'd have a mentor and I'd have a sponsor or um partner on your first couple of deals um, for all the reasons that I just mentioned.
1: Yep, just to get your feet wet, start getting an experience Absolutely. there and going from there. And now, I you don't say. need
2: it on a fourplex or a duplex. I no. mean, that, that, that's different. Yeah, should you have a mentor? Sure, to just to make sure you're not making any big mistakes. But on on larger than that, I'm just telling you, I, I would I would have mentorship and I would have someone involved in the deal with you to, you know, to, to make sure you're not making a mistake.
1: Absolutely. And I did that exact thing when I bought my first two building, big, bigger buildings. I, I got a mentor that's been with me. He was with me through the first year getting me through the rehab process, so even though, you know, I did a lot of rehab, pro- a lot of rehab projects back in the day, but it's a completely yeah. different thing because I've never done anything that was multifamily and still until I started owning it. Now to this day, I still raise capital for other people's deals because other people are are investing in number one different different markets, different types of assets, and when by getting involved in those opportunities for me, I'm I'm getting a great education. I'm working with some of the top investors in the country. I can go out and, and get involved in these deals and learn by osmosis and, and taking part in some of these deals, and of course bringing value to the equation by. Finding uh, investment capital and whatnot to bring into these deals, and it creates a win-win for both the sponsor or the the principal of the of the transaction, and of course, it brings great value to the investors, and it continues to build my pipeline, and that's one of the things that I've done uh, that's yielded my success. And I think you, you, I'm sure you've probably done everybody. Same
2: thing. Everybody can do that. Okay, you yep. know, you can, you got, you guys can all do that, and and sure, I do that absolutely, and and. You know, any involvement that you have in a deal, be it in the equity raising or debt raising or, or bird dogging or management or, you know, any piece of, of the deal is going to expand your knowledge base. It's going to give you the experience um, that you need to be a success in this business. And, and you, can't, you can't do this as an island. You need a team, you know, uh, you've got to put a team together and, and nothing better than having a mentor that's done it. That's made the mistakes that knows knows it and, and honestly that's'm that's the segment I'm doing actually today is about getting a mentor on that's going to be on my show, but it's I'm, everything I'm going to say there I've been saying here, so you don't need to listen to it, but you know it's it's critical to have a mentor in my opinion and I think and, absolutely they need yeah. to listen
1: to it because they by, you know and that's another thing is when you when you listen to some of these good shows, like sometimes rod, i listen to your show your episodes twice
2: Wow. Sometimes, that's, sometimes I'm really flattered, brother. I'm, that's so cool of you to say that. That makes me feel very good uh, that when you say something like that. Thank you. Well, and, it drills the
1: information I, in my feeble brain. And,
2: hey, and, to- Tony. Robbins says repetition is the mother of skill. So you're absolutely right. Absolutely. I, I, you're absolutely right. Thank you.
1: Speaking of your show, how do folks listen to it? What's the, t- the name of your show? It's, it's
2: Lifetime me. Cash Flow Through Real Estate Investing Podcast. And um, yeah, you know we're uh, we're uh, we've got a huge listener base already, and I've I've just I've really had some fantastic people on the show i had frank mckinney monday that's a guy that you know who that is he's written five best-selling books he builds 40 million dollar spec homes and uh and has built homes for ten thousand people in haiti i mean this guy is an absolute rock star in my world uh, as far as i'm concerned because he doesn't just make a ton of money he is an incredible philanthropist but you know that's that's uh, and like your sh- you know you you've done a great job with your show as well Tyler and, and you know I'm I'm grateful for you giving me the opportunity to talk about mine by the way let me mention one other thing um, I'm writing a book and, uh, it's called lifetime cash flow through real estate investing and your listeners can have it for free. Now it's not done yet. So, you know, bear with me. It it will be done. I would say hopefully in 90 days, but if they want it, they can just text Rod, R O D to 41411 and we'll put you on the list for it and just bear with me, but it'll be really good. It's soup to nuts on buying multifamily property and, and, uh, you know, my my belief is you give back and it comes back to you. As I've said previously, and this is just another way of me giving back. So happy to give that to your listeners. man, so. Well,
1: you can you can rest assured that I'm listening to this episode first, so I'll probably be the first text message. <laughs> <laughs>
2: thanks, <laughs> yes. thanks, thanks, thanks. I'll
1: be I'll be interested in that myself. And of course, people can reach out to you through Facebook. I'll put that in the show notes, listeners. If you're if you're listening to the show right now, sure. I'll put your uh, your Twitter information here that I have on your one sheet and your Facebook and LinkedIn. So if people want to network with you. Absolutely. To, to I'm happy to
2: help people. Up. I I take a lot of calls and talk to a lot of people and, and it gives me great, great joy. So don't hesitate to reach out to me.
1: All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on the show today. Absolutely. And uh, listeners, as we always talk about uh if you go to CashflowGuys.com. That's of course we just redid our new website. Uh still it's still in the revision phases and we're gonna be doing some other value add and some educational videos and whatnot. And of course you can reach out to our legal team and our uh, education piece and of course links to the show with Rod and whatnot will be on there as well, as well as Rod's contact information. And I encourage you to take the steps, take massive action right away. Do it now. Go to the website, reach out to Rob. If you got questions, he, Rod is there to answer those questions for you. Of course, if you want to reach out to me directly, go to cashflowguys.com forward slash ask Tyler. Cashflowguys.com forward slash ask Tyler. And if you want to join our private Facebook group, you can do that at cashflowguys.com forward slash group. Hope to see you on our website. I'm always putting videos up there on the uh, Facebook group for you guys to, to watch and learn. And if you have questions, and reach out to me directly right through that. And I can get on Facebook Live with you as well. So thanks for joining us.
0: This concludes today's episode. today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn.